0: This is the first hour of Strike and Mike. If you enjoy the conversation, please go to therightstuff.biz slash paywall and get an account. Thank you very much. To Strike striking, Mike, episode two hundred ninety. I was just doing the little. Isn't that what Millet does? <laughs> like he does, like he does this, right? This is his thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, did, did you see the the video of him? Yes. Is cap Man?
0: Well, yeah, we're about to singing. show that right now. Here.
1: Oh my god!
0: So here we have Javier Millet in his victory celebration. Oh. Oh,
2: man,
1: <laughs> Uh, I don't know what he's
0: saying because I don't speak Spanish. I
1: think, well, I just want to say, I mean, this is the globalization of American culture, yeah, uh, in yeah. action. Yes, and it's kind of fitting that the first real, true uh, internet character become a president is in not even in the anglosphere it's in it's in argentina
0: yeah it's Um, it's a little bit interesting i never would have thought years ago when i was a libertarian (laughs) that somebody identifying as like not just libertarians like a rothbardian which was considered extremist even in, in libertarian circles like rothbardian Randian. that was sort of a fringy thing even then um and it's also interesting that you know Everyone's saying, "Okay, this is like Argentina's Trump moment," but the only real reason is because he's just, you know, it also shows you how flexible the sort of Likud Party is, I suppose, uh, or, or like the, the that aspect of the of the Jewish international machine. Because this is it's only because it's the same people put him in that put Trump in, but he's not running on anything like a similar a similar the um, platform at all. Like he's running no. effectively a pro war platform. Uh, He's talking about – and this is another thing from the perspective of an ex-libertarian. It's shocking that he's talking about using the U.S. dollar because a standard part of the doctrine is being anti-Federal – U.S. Federal Reserve. Well,
1: the logic behind using the U.S. dollar is actually – it doesn't actually make any sense, but this is his his logic. Right. His logic is that the Argentinian Central Bank is printing too many pesos. So – in order to have a, a way to prevent them from printing too much money, use the US dollar, which is also a fiat currency. But apparently if um, Janet Yellen is, is better trusted to print right. money <clears throat> right. than some guinea in the Argentinian central bank. That's basically his right, and I object. mean
0: I, I would bet that there's Jews in the Argentine Central Bank as well. Like I don't know, but I'd be willing to bet
1: they you know? they have a lot of Jews. I know it's the, everything. It's like basically the
0: most Jewish country outside of America and Israel. Outside of
1: the United States, it's the most Jewish country, um, and that would make frankly, it the third
0: most Jewish country in the world. Then after Israel and America,
1: um, I would say France would be third.
0: Oh, okay. Well, it's France. one of the it's one of the most Jewish
1: France and Britain, and then Argentina.
0: Right. Uh, it's definitely I the probably. most Jewish in South America. Now,
1: now, just like with Trump, my understanding is that Jews in Argentina itself are split on melee. Right. Um, but that's just the vote. Uh, when it mm-hmm. comes to the actual people that run the country mm-hmm. in in Washington and in and in Israel, they, I mean. I don't know where this guy came from. It would be very fascinating to see. I know he had a TV show. He, it's essentially – now, this is the thing. Libertarians that think that this is some sort of breakthrough for their ideology – It's not. It's not. It's, it's like Trump. It's a cult of personality with no political rhyme or reason. People just like him because they're angry at the, sta- the state of the country there. Right. And they don't know what else to do. It's literally the decline of Western civilization. The West has indeed fallen, and this kind of politician, this kind of idiocracy figure, will rise in its ashes.
0: Right. And and really the only um salient thing <clears throat> about him is just his utter his utter obsequiousness towards Israel and Jews. I mean, that that's remarkable. It's very much like, like Trump Trump kept that shit on the back burner he didn't he didn't wear that on his sleeve in his campaign people people were saying yeah he's zionist controlled and such but the only thing he really made an issue of that was super zionist issue was the iran deal and even that wasn't a huge part of his campaign uh he ran on a totally different economic platform totally different foreign policy platform um it's just that he was he was essentially being run by the same people and I guess you could attribute, oh, okay, well, people voted for Trump just because they wanted something different. And so now they voted for – theoretically voted for Millet for the same reason.
1: And, and in, in Argentina, it's extra bizarre because over there, the right and the left are anti-Jewish. Right. Like any – if someone says they don't like Jews, you don't know what, their, what party they vote for. That's just <laughs>
0: – Right. It could be like, anything, yeah.
1: That's just a typical opinion in a second world country. Um, Whether it's Russia, whether it's uh, Argentina, whether it's, you know, it's just, okay, what's – Israel is none of our – is either none of our business or cheering for people bombing Israel. Um, That's the really strange part of this. Now, from what I've read, um, most of Millet's fans seem to be like Zoomers that are online. Probably, yeah. He has a lot of young – People in their early 20s that are uh, supporting him and they're supporting him because he's funny and he does antics and he's mm-hmm. – uh, he plays in a rock band and he's a t- – he's like a reality TV character. It's like if The Rock ran for president or
0: Right, which he probably might.
1: So – Did you hear is, that? Yeah.
0: that? He's doing yeah, – he's exploring yes. a run.
1: He's exp- – dude, <laughs> there's political consultants from every possible field. Trying to recruit the Rock to run for president for the re- Republicans or Democrats. Yeah. So this is the f- this is the immediate future of the West is yeah. idiocracy. Mm-hmm. You're going to get politicians. Countries that have demographic decline of the European population. Argentina is ahead of the United States on that. Yeah. By a little bit, but still ahead. Um. And so is know, Millet like f- at
0: all pretending to be? closed borders is he doing him anything on uh, that not
1: really the the other the, the previous conservative that ran Argentina Macri was he was build, he right. promised to build a wall with Bolivia right because they because also Argentina have a massive immigration border. problem yeah no there's no border there they, they they have a program since i believe the 90s where anyone from latin america can live there um, and that's obviously having detrimental effects to the society i mean anyone who's ever been to buenos aires will tell you it is by far the most physically beautiful city outside of europe and the problem is even though the hardware in buenos aires i mean even you can even find um the waste management facility is like this beautiful work of art okay the problem is the software is no good there's too many immigrants and the mestizo population is off the charts. Like the average white person there is old, just like in the West, right? Like really old, and you know you just have all these problems, and so you're going to have a country that is. What was remarkable about Argentina is that it's a developed country. It's always been a developed country, arguably a first world country that is now backsliding into third world. Yeah, and you're seeing the same in America. You know. Yep. Well, one thing I don't understand – now, this goes to his his, his dollar theory, right, is the actual uh, debt-to-GDP ratio of the United States is higher than Argentina's. Right. So Argentina has an 80 percent debt-to-GDP ratio, which is bad, right? But France has a 111 percent debt-to-GDP ratio.
0: And I can't even imagine what America has. It's got to be – 120 percent. Right, yeah.
1: So the only reason why there's constant bank runs and IMF problems and all this shit in Argentina is simply that investors don't – like the the difference between Argentina and the United States is investors will always support the dollar no matter what, while with Argentina as a second world country – it gets treated differently in international markets and so the peso gets gets completely decimated by currency speculators right the uh you know and so his solution to this is to put the currency of a nation in even more debt than argentina that is arguably fiscally more irresponsible if you yeah. believe in that stuff Fiscally, far more irresponsible than even Argentina, the United States.
0: Yeah, what's funny and is like,
1: that, like here's what's funny: with deep cuts to everything. Yeah, I there mean, you fire sale. They already did this in Argentina in the '90s with Carlos Menem, who was a neoliberal. He completely privatized most of the economy, and um, now this guy is going to go even further. It's going to be like Russia in the '90s. That's what he's going to do yeah. if if he has. With that said, he doesn't really have any institutional support because his party only has, I believe, seven seats in the Senate. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know what exactly their system is, but I imagine that there's some kind of check on executive authority there. And I don't think that um he's going to be able to pull a lot of this off. A lot of it's sort of just rhetorical. Um but he he probably he will be able to affect, of course, presidents can always affect the foreign policy. Yes. <clears throat> and so he will probably be soiling, uh, spoiling relationships with BRICS, which Argentina was looking to Already. get into BRICS. I'm sure that that's not going to happen. He can, no. he can fuck up like, all their international diplomatic relations. And he's going to go, and he's going to go. and he's going The first move he's going to make, he's going to go to Jerusalem. He's going to go, and, and he's going to cut the ribbon outside the this new Argentine far. embassy there, which is something nobody asked for. Uh, I don't think anyone in Argentina Literally, was asking there's for no
1: that. Even, there, you can't even have the evangelical straw man because that doesn't exist there right um uh, nobody literally nobody i bet you there's
0: property. like a probably a small community of those kind of retards there but it's probably not No, not
1: yeah and they're all bolivians all, yeah. the only yeah. people yeah, right. that believe yeah. in the only people that believe in <laughs> dispensationalist evangelism in latin america are literally squat right. indians
0: yeah and there are people that have had like the americans go down and like preach that shit and they're like oh yeah we'll yeah we'll believe whatever you say if you give us like food and whatnot
1: well they give them soccer shoes yeah. And I'm serious, they they trade soccer shoes, they're like, and then you now believe in this. Yeah. That's it. No, so yeah. uh, my my view here is that you know, I, I've been following um Argentina going into the bricks for a while. And the Chinese actually saw Argentina as a potential, as untapped potential. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of resources, and despite all of its problems, it still has a substantial European population. That is highly intelligent and highly creative. And the Chinese were planning to make Argentina into this like superpower with investments and with trade and with agreements and so on. However, they were saying that it's impossible for Argentina to become – to recover from its (coughs) – if it has no deep state. The deep state of Argentina traditionally has been the military. Mm-hmm. But that has been completely curtailed. The military has no power. The military used to have uh, um, power over the government. The military can overthrow the government if it doesn't like you. <laughs> you know. And that has been eroded. And so now it's kind of a free-for-all. And in the anarchy of such a situation, no agreement that they make matters. If you make an agreement with the Chinese to develop your, your minds um, – then the problem is what happens when a Javier Millet takes power and rips up all the agreements. Right, which he probably So will. just he is absolutely going to. And that's what I think his purpose that's is. That's why he's power.
0: there. Yeah, obviously. No, I mean I've never like the the analysis of him, frankly, is anything other than a stalking horse for like his global Zionism is just retarded. Like it's it's,
1: it's like Maloney. Yeah. He's Maloney. Yeah. Um he's uh was it uh uh, rishi sunak yeah this is a new th- we, we've gotten to the point now where there are some cases where voting for the anti-white liberal is the lesser evil for white
0: nationalists well i mean conservative i was i don't know what the what the sort of center-left guy he was running against what kind of views he had on racial stuff or anything like that but i, well, I imagine that's he was just, you know
1: that's another, well listen you really it, get
0: anti-whiteness in latin america
1: well,' or South America now, but what one thing you'll you probably add, get
0: it from someone like Millet. He probably started dissent, talking about that, white people would do all this evil stuff just to just to attract attention, if for no other reason, just to say something extreme and crazy, you know what I mean he'll
1: say things like white people are superior uh, one day and then he'll turn around and say something like that
0: right right
1: um, but my but if, if you if you follow anything like in Argentina, like discourse is so totally divorced from policy. So you'll have the center left candidate that was the, the center left president that was in charge until now would go out there and say Brazilians are monkeys or <laughs> like he would say that you fucking he, he tried to Fernandez, he tried to make uh, months, I he mean tra- he got together he got together there's a case the to be
0: made I suppose you know
1: well he got together with the Spanish government <laughs> well he didn't say they're monkeys he said they came from the jungle.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, that's actually literally true. I mean,
1: <laughs> he said they came from the Brazilians come out of the jungles, <laughs> not, and, and he actually, was telling that's you, actually true. Other than the ones that come from Portugal, <laughs> this was the case he was making to the yeah. shocked Spanish emissary. Yeah. They were trying to sign a trade agreement. He's like, "You should trust me. I'm of Spanish descent. Don't trust these Brazilians. They're jungle people." Like he was saying that yeah. openly, and he had to apologize but that so that 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 kind of discourse is is sort of allowed although in the younger generations it's been stamped out like the stereotype of the racist argentinian is completely over
2: okay
1: mm-hmm. so the, the young people well, it's like 60% non-white for people under 15 in argentina 60-70% right. Right. it's probably close this.
0: to that in america goddamn but yeah
1: i i wouldn't be surprised yeah, yeah. um so yeah <clears throat> um so you you could get like the other politicians to say dog like not even dog whistles but say racist stuff. That's allowed. Uh, the problem is, what's the policy look like? Will you right. close the border? Will you deport Bolivians? Why is one third of the Bolivian population living in Buenos Aires, Argentina? Like why why is, why the hell are all Peru all all Peru there? Yeah. Um, how is a middle class person supposed to afford, um, you know, like uh, afford a house, a working class person afford an apartment and their family if they're constantly competing with Peruvian labor? Or in some cases, um, you know, you have these these immigrants are criminals, right? They have organized crime groups where they, you know, if you ever see like that, that, that famous video of the guy on the motorcycle stealing the woman's purse. Like that's yeah. common with immigrants. Do that stuff all the fucking time. Yeah. And increasingly you see a situation where the working class whites in Argentina move to out to the just like in America. They move somewhere else. And so the city now is all really, really rich people and immigrants. Right. And that's just sad. Like it's just it's over.
0: Yeah. 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 So I mean you know, one thing is when, when Jer Bolsonaro was elected, um, I was already over that crap and, and we were already over that crap. But there were some people on the you know, the dissident sphere in the in America who were still sort of on the Trump train and were like cheering on Jerry Bolsonaro. Uh I don't see in America other than like BAP I don't see anyone. I'm not seeing like the Groypers. I'm not seeing like Catholics, I'm not seeing anybody in any other sort of dissident right space liking this guy. And it's because it he waves surprising. it's mainly because he waves the Jew flag. If it, there probably would be more people that would be willing to go along with like, let's go, if he wasn't just so philo-Semitic, just so openly well, and absurdly philo-Semitic.
1: Yeah, but also, you know what's interesting is that his his vice president is is a trad calf. And Right. She's very hardcore on some of these issues, yeah. like sexual issues, right. like like very hardcore mm-hmm. banning gay stuff, yep. banning trans stuff, um, very very anti-abortion, right? Um,
0: and so uh, is, yeah. is there, there's is, people already wailing about it. Like, there's an article in the Guardian of some liberal Argentinian who's like, I fear for my country because of the well, stuff about gays and LGBT, and
1: but it's
0: just that's just stupid crap. But yeah.
1: Well, I don't see any evidence that even that, – that they're ever going to touch any of those social issues.
2: Right, right.
1: Okay, they're going to give you all – like conservatives always do. They'll give you all of the economic stuff you didn't want. <laughs> yeah. They'll give you all of the weird Israel stuff like moving the embassy.
0: That you never even thought of. you right? never asked for.
1: They'll give or you even all thought
0: about. Products. Or even thought about. Like people <laughs> – no. like him making that like a signature issue, people were probably like –
1: what? No, I, I I swear to God, that is my, I mean, <laughs> no one understands what that's about. They're just like, oh, that's just his, his eccentric. Yeah,
0: that's just like some his, thing this guy does. I mean, we showed has, some of has, the clips of him on cloning, TV and the hosts are his like.
1: Dog. Yeah, that's all like, I mean,
0: some of that stuff that like weird, he's like into tantric sex and cloning his dog and stuff. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff is very weird and but i don't i think that, i think it's it's stupid but i think people are also sort of like beyond even giving a shit like he's a character so it's whatever but then the israel stuff like you know that can maybe be brushed off as one of these eccentricities or something like that but it's really not that's going to be one of the only things that is going to have an actual policy effect like yeah, the, the well, cloning of your dog it's like, all right, that's weird okay so he's weird but frankly if somebody was like correct on all the stuff that I was a uh, supportive of, and also cloned their dog, I would still vote for them, right? You know, if if yeah. I trusted that they were going to do what they what they were saying, you know, it's like it's weird, but like that you could step over the dog cloning, like ultimately whatever. But like the um, the thing of like like just waving the Jew flag everywhere and 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 all the other stuff. It's like yeah. Now, com- when you combine all that goofy stuff with the fact that he's not going to do anything, it's like kind of a complete package of like a lol cow, really. But like. Yeah, you know, his
1: party a, has eight seats out of 72 in the right, Senate. Right, It's essentially a third party, or fourth party. So <clears> right. It's not it, – it's just literally people are, are resentful. It's the resentment vote. Yeah. yeah. Th- this yeah. is actually more and more common. I, ha- I heard yeah. a discussion recently. What, what people don't understand is that politics in all Western countries are discredited. All liberal democracies are discredited. So, right. for example, take Suella Braverman, right? Right. Suella Braverman was kicked out of uh, the Home Secretary office. Um, now, it's debatable why. Some people are saying that oh, she caused grave offence in British decorum by saying multiculturalism and immigration are hurting the UK. Well, if we look at Brexit, which was the number one issue, was con- stopping immigration. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the majority opinion. So what's going on here? Why is it Suella Braverman is giving the majority opinion on immigration and on multiculturalism in the UK? But her personal numbers, her personal popularity numbers are in the dumps. Why is that? Well, the answer is quite simple. Like I see people doing like, oh, it's the likability factor. It's this. No, what it is, is very simple. You keep saying you're against mass immigration right. and then you let in records numbers of immigrants. That's the problem. Right. That's why your opinions are popular, but you are unpopular. Okay? They, well at some point people
0: put two and two together on this. They're like, oh, I mean like people aren't actually as dumb as a lot of people might think that they are. Where no. it's like if you don't if you just if you say you're gonna do it and, and no one has any reason anymore. To trust anything a Tory or a Republican says at all, particularly not on these issues, particularly not on immigration and racial issues. You have no reason and no one in America is going to believe. I don't think anyone in America believes Trump talking about immigration now. They still might vote for him because the same reason for the same reason. But like I don't think anyone thinks that if Trump wins again, which he might. High possibility that he will, that he'll be president again. Which will be, you know, its own form of <laughs> disaster, I suppose. But um, uh, it's entirely possible this guy wins, and as a result, um, no one's going to expect him to do anything. Though they just it's just going to laugh as the liptards have their meltdowns. Right, that's it. That'll be the well, reward.
1: Another thing too, like you know, we talked about Swell Braverman. Right now, the Republicans have lost every election since twenty twenty. <sighs> yeah, special election. Yeah. Uh, Midterms, everything.
0: It yeah, and every, every, and frankly, even all these um, abortion referendums that they put up there, they all get shot down by significant right. minorities.
1: Well, the thing is, any uh, any exit poll for Republican voters says abortion is at the very bottom of the list of things that get people to vote for the GOP. The right. the Trump coalition is not the same coalition that elected George Bush. No, okay, it's a different thing. So what's going on with the GOP is you see, again, the same dynamic. Joe Biden is one of the least popular presidents in all of American history. Um, Vast majorities are complaining. Even some blue states complaining about the immigration, the immigration problem, uh, the crime. These things should, in theory, get Republicans elected. And yet when people go to vote, they have a problem. They never win. They're even losing in deep red states, and why is this? I suspect, and looking at some of the uh, polling, is that the people just aren't coming out to vote. Yeah, if Trump's not on the ballot, they don't come out to vote, and the reason they don't come out to vote is they don't trust the GOP to fulfill its promise. It's actually a double edged sword. People don't think the Republicans will do what they say on immigration or on crime. But they do think they'll do what they say. When they say they're going to ban abortion uh at like 6 weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, people so do think they'll do that. This is this well, the Supreme Court abortion ruling. They're losing.
0: The Supreme Court abortion ruling um probably wasn't actually good for them. No. Like because it was like, yeah, because now people are like, "Oh, well, I I I thought abortion was just one of those things that they blew their mouths off about and and I didn't I didn't really care about it, but I thought it was just something that they they were said as formulaic, right? Like they say immigration stuff. But now they now the Supreme Court has actually shut down Roe v. Wade, so I never thought that would happen. Now it looks like they're actually serious about this policy. Yes. So yes, the, and and I don't think people would have thought prior prior to the Supreme Court decision. Only people would have really thought that they were particularly serious about it. And it's actually now, as it turns out, it hurts out it hurts out uh, election outcomes for them.
1: Yeah. It's wild. Right. Uh, and yeah. and 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 so this is why and the Republican party can't win any white elections.
0: people are still there. I mean there are still white people there. There's still enough that you could easily make a do a white oh, yeah. appealing candidacy and win. But the problem is it, it's also at the local level a lot of times Republicans are really stupid and and they and they don't even talk about like hot button issues like that. Like they just they go back to just basic stuff, but like even if they try to tap into it be, the, the people aren't excited about the Republican Party, so they just stay home. They don't pay any attention. They just stay. That's
1: home. what's really going on. Yeah, that's people have to understand. You know, when the GOP runs a black dude for governor of Kentucky, people stay home. People stay home because if right wingers agree with the left on race, if they do the same affirmative action uh, practices right. that the left does, well, there's effectively no real reason to be on the yeah. right. Right. Okay. Now. What? No labor. No labor rights. Uh, what? Polluting the environment more. Like what? Right. Deregulating uh, toxins in people's food. What? Well, what is the fucking pro conservative aspect here? Right. And and the
0: thing cutting is cutting off
1: the checks, the COVID checks. I mean, what? What are they? You know, cutting off SNAP for rural whites. Okay. What do you get out of that? Blocking, yeah. Why
0: would you just? Why would you bother? Color, Driving blocking to the people. polling place for that, right? Yeah. B-
1: blocking lower middle class people from getting the Medicaid that illegal aliens get in New York, right? That's the Republican Party's policy um, proposals, and guess what? No one wants to vote for that. Yeah. So that's why you're going to keep losing elections, and there's no way out of this. It is actually a deep crisis because now you hear even people that are professionally paid. To promote conservatism, increasingly telling people, just okay, just okay. We we we've tried. Basically, what they say we've tried nothing. So let's give up. Uh, Just focus on your personal life. uh, Mm -hmm. Build build a small business. Just forget politics. Well, once you get to that point, European civilization is over. Once you get to the point where you give up on affirming any values in your government, you give up. I mean. Think of, for example, the argument, right? now, You know, th- this is actually the theme of Houellebecq's submission, which is about the – it's like the Muslim Brotherhood runs for office in France yeah. and wins. Right. Mostly, mostly, you know, this is seen as like a, an attack on Islam or something. But no, what Houellebecq is writing about is that the reason why they're able to win is that the liberal – Western so-called Western civil the 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 parties of the liberal West inside of France are actually unable, if you read the book, they're unable to form an argument for why the Muslim party is wrong. Right. And so what happens is a lot of far right people, far right white Frenchmen and Catholics, end up voting for the Islamic Party. That's actually what the big thing is. Like the, the big complaint is that um, the the far right and parts and the left all seem to be uh, disinterested in liberal Western values. Yes. The reason for it is, if if liberal Western values are gay marriage and uh you know, buy, buying buying uh OnlyFans right, G- the the right to sell your pussy on OnlyFans, gay gay marriage, yeah, you know, these are your values. Nobody's gonna want to fight for that. And this is actually the deep crisis of the liberal West that's being destroyed without a shot being fired.
0: Right. I mean we saw this – we watched this video of Barry Weiss. We didn't actually watch very much of the video, but it's a standard Jewish thing. She was talking to I think like the Heritage Institute or whatever the hell it is, the uh, American Heritage whatever, – whatever is that? Like a Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, AHI, the conservative yeah. think tank. No, the Federal Society, I think it was one. Of, it's the same shit. It's, it's they're the same. all the
1: same. It's shit. all the they're same crap. It's all run Jews. by <laughs> Jews, right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> right. So she's there, and she's saying like, anti-Semitism isn't about Jews; it's about everyone else. Very common thing that Jews always say, right?
1: Oh yeah, they and, always universalize their own uh, problems. Right right
0: right, 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 right. And they're saying so it's it's a problem because when it's allowed to spread in a society, I like how they say, I like how that's phrased when it's allowed to spread then that means that the society is sort of at the end of its rope. It's like, well, on some level, yes, because what it means is that Jewish power has gotten to the point where now everyone sees it and notices it, and all that the ruling establishment does is retrench into just sticking up for Jews. And that's, that only makes the problem worse. And this cycle has probably been seen by Jews hundreds of times, at least 109 times before, um, where once the population gets wise... They, they go into they they entrench, go into defense mode, and then all politics becomes nothing but defense of Jews, which is what we 're basically right. seeing now in america where it's now and with which the israel explains, things- Millet, <coughs> explains
1: Millet, which explains, Millet, right. which explains yeah. the republican primary yeah you know i have I have a lot of research i've done on this. the republican primary is is fueled by Jewish mafia money. Mm. Donald Trump is getting hundreds of thousands of dollars from a Jewish criminal yeah. that spent five years in prison uh, uh, laundering Cali cartel money right. for the Israeli mafia. right? That's where he's getting. He's getting money from Charles Kushner, the guy who's literally a gangster that tried to blackmail people to, to, in, in this whole debacle. Blackmailed, blackmailed his own brother. <laughs> blackmailed his own brother. You know, the, These are the people that are funding the party of God and country. Yeah, they, they, this is why the 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 center of the GOP is in Las Vegas, not yes. in Omaha, not right. in Kansas. It's in Las yeah. Vegas. Not Jewish even like Las Virginia. Capital. Yeah. Not even New York. Yeah. <laughs> not even New York and California. Right.
0: right. And it was in it's that Las it, Vegas. Yeah. It's
1: just the dirtiest, right. filthiest. And Jewish that hotel
0: capital. that they had it in is like owned by some Jew gangster. Adelson, yeah,
1: the Venetian. Yep. It's it's literally Jewish mafia money. Yep, Israeli mafia, Israeli Jewish mafia money. The, the 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 distinction between the Israeli mafia and the Israeli government is very very blurry.
0: Yeah, the particularly way. with uh, Likud in power.
1: Okay, like you're always yeah. finding like like little little Jewish guys from Israel found dead in in Mexico City, you know, after some deal goes bad or something. Well, remember
0: uh, that. Remember that whole. Yeah, <laughs> remember that whole thing with like those those two guys that blew up the uh, Boston Marathon. How like they had they had been found uh I don't know. That's just another weird, random Jewish crime thing. How like they had they had had some connections with with like a bunch of Jews that turned up dead in an apartment, right? Like, a bunch of drugs and shit like that, like all kinds of weird shit with
1: that. Well, that that but, was yeah. yes, that was uh that that's a long story. That's
0: that a very very long and complicated story. Very yes. long
1: and complicated story. There's still tons of questions about the marathon. I still
0: don't actually understand it entirely, um, but yeah,
1: there's a lot of weird stuff uh, that went on with that, including CIA connections with the uh, right. big older brother. Right. right. one. Uh, but anyway, long story short, um, the, the 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 Jewish mafia money of of the GOP, and it's not just like actual organized crime. All of the money that goes into the GOP is all money that is made through dishonest means. Um, you know, there's one guy uh, right now. Oh God, what's his name? It's a guy. He wears a yarmulke. Oh wow, uh, surprising! And and uh, he actually wears the yarmulke. He's a real estate guy, Ralph. I believe it's Ralph Hertzka, Ralph okay. Hertzka, and he's a big funder of the Republican Party. Again, names that you don't know, right? He runs something called Meridian Capital. Well, just the other day, uh, it was announced that Freddie Mac is investigating its connections with this broker, uh, Meridian Capital, for fraud. They're they're doing mortgage fraud. Systematic mortgage fraud against Freddie Mac. So this is who's helping fund, giving millions, millions to the Republican Party. Um, you know, we could just go on forever with these people, uh, right? But I know, think
0: just- I think the thing that's interesting is the idea of like Jews are now complaining, and, and sort of central to Barry Weiss's complaint. And I've seen this a lot, and it's really ticked up since the the war started, the the Hamas war. Where they're like they, – they are now echoing these complaints of like uh, the young people don't care about Western values. They don't care about this and that and this and that. It's like not really. It's just that – I mean maybe they don't but they also – they just don't believe you is what it really is. Is that yeah. they just don't believe you. They don't believe you. Like when people see Barry Weiss up there talking about liberal Western values and the abandonment of them and the, abandon- and the sort of – turning against jews or like rooting for palestine in the war as some kind of symbol of that it's like well we don't believe that you are any representation of any of these values you're just a jew like yes. you, you're just a jew and you're just taking your own like petty little ethnic side of things and wanting everyone else to go along with you and then accusing them of like abandoning their civilization because they won't and it's just like people just get mad about that kind of thing just, and, very
1: and, and there's also jew- the, the jewish Domination of media, particularly conservative media, is under oh, yeah. totally. stress, yeah. but it's under some stress. And part of it – like the reason you're seeing people like Candace Owens Yeah, going, I was going
0: to ask what your thoughts on that one.
1: Um, well, here's what my thoughts are. Tucker Carlson is building – quietly building a new media company. And I think a lot of these people are, are angling for a job with
0: him. Okay, I see.
1: And so that's that makes why actually you see the them sense, yeah. going on the Tucker show saying like, oh, Israel, yeah, Israel, sh- Israel Well, they're not
0: just saying that. Um, it's not just that they're they're attacking Israel. What they're doing is they're talking about Jews funding anti-white stuff. Yes, like Candace Owens says that Charlie Kirk said that, and they be- essentially, and even Alex Jones is saying stuff like that in his own way, and they're essentially kind of throwing down a challenge to Jews, yes. which is like, um you know, stop doing this and uh, it, you, like in other words,' so, like you could win our support back. But, you know, you need to stop doing this or, or you need to, like, correct this issue that's going on or something like that, right? They're sort of almost – because, you know, these all these people have worked for Jews their whole careers. Um,
1: Candace Owens was discovered by David Horowitz.
0: Right. And then she worked for Dennis Prager and then she worked for Ben Shapiro. And Ben Shapiro is having a tough time because he's just freaking out and abusing them and attacking them. And uh, we I was speculating why he doesn't fire them. And I assume it's because there's some clause where he has to give her a lot of money if he fires her or something like that. But I don't. Or,
1: know. or, um, you know, they're just, they're just, they, there's just no other, there's just no way to do it. Like if right. you fire Candace Owens, like, guess what? You're going to have a substantial portion of the audience walk.
0: Right, and then she's going to um, become even more anti-Semitic. Right. Yes, like or she's gonna thing. become, she's gonna double and triple down on what she's saying, the kinds of things yes. she's saying.
1: So yeah, right, right. And you know, I, I have more cases, by the way, of Jewish mafia money. There's a guy named Spencer Swick, Z W I C K. Okay, and he's known as Mitt Romney's money man. Anyway, he lured Mitt Romney's son into some some Ponzi scheme uh, ten years ago. They totally got away with it. The the other goyim. A few of the Goyim that were involved went to jail for. It, but he was one of the people that brokered that thing as a Ponzi scheme to make money for Romney. Um, then you have another guy, Stanley Druckenmiller. You ever heard of this yeah, guy? Yeah, I've heard of him. He's a, he's just another Jewish speculator. Well, he's funding, um, he's funding Nikki Haley. Hmm. And he made his money as George Soros' number two. So he was the one that basically uh during Black Wednesday when they destroyed the British pound, um, this guy was George Soros' right hand man that organized that whole thing and made Soros a lot yeah. of money. And he's funding himself-
0: Nikki Haley, so no wonder she you know, the whole like, how dare you say anything about George Soros but Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes, it's it's the, the connections are there. Like you can't criticize George Soros when his number two guy is funding your party, right? Like it's just <laughs> you know, and this uh, I believe that
0: for a lot of the like his son Alexander is taking over most of operations. The guy's just old, too old to do anything. But you know, who knows with these octogenarian Jews, you know. And there's They're another one around. too.
1: There's another guy who quietly plays a big role in politics. A guy named Jan Kuhn. <laughs> um, okay, he he was the creator of WhatsApp, and for for years people have. Um, speculated that WhatsApp is some sort of Israeli op.
0: Yeah, well, a uh, lot of like it's not as popular in America, but it's very popular in Frank- all, in the Arab world. It's actually popular. Well, and there you uh, go. And it's pop- more popular in Europe, I think, too, than it is. Well, the
1: guy basically spends half of the year in Israel. Now he he yeah. resigned from the he resigned from the WhatsApp board um, after Facebook bought it out, mm. um, and now he's like just. Funding gay ops. It's also Israel widely used in Israel world.
0: too. WhatsApp is hugely used inside yes. of Israel. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And the 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 conspiracy theory was always that they were watching. They were making you think that this is a private app, encrypted app, but it's actually all going to to the unit 8200.
0: <laughs> it could very well be, but there's also with those kind of things, it's like, um, I think they would be like. It, it, You know, there's so much data that it would be difficult unless they have actual individuals targeted there where they know who they are and they're looking at them particularly. That's much more likely what's going on with things like Pegasus and other other things that they they do. Now, I, I was hearing that they actually, and I don't know how true this was, but they I saw some Arab accounts suggesting this that when they would do these humanitarian pauses and they would rush the Gazans south out of Gaza City, they were actually putting them through these big gates that had, like, cameras everywhere. So they do, like, facial recognition on all of them. And they were, like, taking mobile phone signatures. And I thought maybe that's a bit far-fetched, but I was also thinking, like, I don't know, I wouldn't put this, I would not put this past the Jews. Kim.com was out there saying that they were doing that, too. So I don't know. It could be that that's true. But uh, they definitely were hurting them through, gate structures, so I wouldn't be you know, wouldn't be surprised they're doing something like that, frankly. It's exactly the
1: kind of no, thing. I do. No, no. The fact that this guy, once he left the WhatsApp board, is now just a twenty-four-seven Israel guy who's funding yeah. all these pro-Zionist things all and he does it quietly. He doesn't yeah. openly talk about his um, his activism. Um, but he is actually one of the big pro-Israel names, emerging pro-Israel is. And here's someone else. Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah. Sam Bankman-Fried's money was going towards a lot of Zionist causes, and I've never seen anyone comment on this. Yeah. Like, because he's always been portrayed as this guy who's like a libtard. Yeah. Um, he wasn't. But, no, he's funding like APAC. Yeah. He's funding shit like that. He
0: also funded the GOP. He just did it through like dark money or something like that because he didn't want to be right. known as someone funding the GOP.
1: Right. Right by so, his
0: own words, he said this. is... So,
1: has anyone ever investigated why this guy is so pro-Israel other than he's Jewish? Like, I mean, that's, is there a,
0: well, Nathan Kaufness would 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 object to that idea that that you know just right. because he's Jewish that's why he's supporting Israel. I mean, that's <laughs> right. Now, there's other thing that happened in the world of big business, which I'm still not entirely clear on what the hell it was. And that did you hear about this open AI thing? Yes. Yeah, like so. So the two Jews. Um, OpenAI CEO and one of his founders uh, Sam Altman was the CEO and his founder's name Brockman they were like abruptly fired by the board last week but now they've hired on as interim CEO the guy who was the retired CEO of Twitch named Emmett Shear who's also Jewish and who founded Twitch with like two other Jews uh I forget their names but they, they one of them is named Justin and they they first formed Justin TV and then that became Twitch and so and then he retired from Twitch, I guess to enjoy his money or something But then he took the he's now on with um Open AI. So I don't know what the hell's going on with it. Some shakeup, maybe it's just money, maybe it's power struggles. I I don't know what it is, but um
1: I don't know what what the um what 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 that's about, but it's obvious.
0: N- neither does anybody else. So I've read a number of articles on it and and journalists are only spe- there's no real inside info on what it
1: was. My my guess is that they Want to get, uh, you know, they just want to weaponize this as soon as possible.
0: Yeah, uh, it could be because they were saying that one of the things the board, the complaints of the board was that uh, Sam Altman was not uh, as candid and forthcoming about his communications as he should have been. And I'm like, what does that mean? Does that mean he's like talking to Mossad and you not telling you? I don't know. Like, I mean, well, I'm, the Israelis
1: I, are incredibly interested in AI. Yeah, you know, of course. Yahoo has personal meetings with Elon Musk about this topic. Right. Right. Um, all the time. So there's something going on there. And my understanding too is that the open AI governance structure is is very strange um, in terms of like, uh, you know, the, the 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 Sam Altman thing he he was from my understanding they were giving him too much power or something or well
0: what? there's some strange thing that there's a there's a board with like four people that technically control it then there's like a there's also a non-profit there's a for-profit company and a non-profit foundation and like a non-profit company and like the non-profit foundation controls both the for-profit and the nonprofit. profit oh, and okay. then microsoft is a is a is a is a junior partner in the for profit business. I don't know. It's very. I saw an organization chart in one of these articles I was reading about this. It's very complicated, and it seems like it shouldn't like be. Legal. It seems like it shouldn't be legal, but I don't know. I assume that these people like it's like all there technically seems, legal. You know,
1: there seems to be some fiduciary duty stuff going on because investors are driving this, and they
0: yeah. see
1: uh, they see some sort of uh, they, they see like losing billions of dollars from well
0: the, the, one there. of the things is that um it could it could very well be because one of the things i heard that sam altman was was known for is like saying like i don't really care about making money i want to use ai oh, to help the world and i'm like okay so you want to use ai for like tikkun olam yeah and um and, and meaning like help help the jewish jewish liberalism really or something along those lines right help zionism and some of these people are like hey where's our money like this innovative new technology and we should be making billions and we're not like what's going on so uh, i don't know I, I don't know exactly what it is but they did put another jew in i mean they've i mean if they're not going to let a jew they're not going to let it not be headed up by a jew right yeah. and of course now sam altman he immediately was hired by microsoft full time to just develop ai for microsoft Ah. So again, and now we got this other Jew, Emmett Shear, who like again, I don't know for sure if Emmett Shear is a Jew, but just look at the guy, and then look yes. at his history. It's my, the my
1: understanding, my understanding of OpenAI is it started out as a nonprofit, and now is transitioning to a for profit. Yeah, um, or did in the two, thousand twenty, and they did it to raise investments. Yeah, the problem is that this is going against. It says keep in control of operations. Let the non-profit preserve its core mission, governance and oversight, according to the company's website. So this is a sort of uh, – the, the, there's different legal obligations
0: okay, so, for nonprofits. profits So so here is definitely a Jew because the two partners that he founded Twitch with were named Justin Kahn and Michael Siebel. <laughs> so yeah, like there's just <laughs> – these are all just kikes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like there's <just> no question. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, what were you saying? Yeah,
1: no, no, no. So, yeah, the, the different obligations for a nonprofit are, seem to be clashing with the for-profit interest and fiduciary duties here. It says here, these obligations, such as the duty to exercise care and avoid self-dealing, leave a lot of leeway for leadership decisions, experts said. These obligations can be further narrowed in a corporate structure such as OpenAI, which use a limited liability company as its operating arm, potentially further insulating the nonprofit's directors from investors, said Paul Weltzel, a law professor at the University of Nebraska. Even if investors found a way to sue, Weltzel's, Weltzel said they would have a weak case. Companies have broad latitude under the law to make business decisions, even ones that backfire. It says here, quote, You can fire visionary leaders, and founders, Weitzel said, Apple famously fired Steve Jobs in the 1980s before bringing him back around a decade later. So this is this seems to be what the controversy is: mm-hmm. is that there's a clash of vision versus profit motive. At
0: yeah, there's another Jew uh, by the name of Ilya Sutskever who is at the heart of this. Who who. Um, was actually told to be one of the people that was, like, behind the firing and then, like, was apologizing. I don't know. It's very complicated, but everyone involved here is, like, a Jew. Like, Ilya Sutskever is is definitely a Jew, okay? Like, also, once you look at these people's pictures, you see they've got that, like, Jew, like, lazy eye and floppy mouth thing going on, you know? (laughs) Oh, the fish lips. yeah, 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 and like the like the, the 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 like the sort of the lazy like googly eyes. And I'm not one that's all about the physiognomy, but there's certain traits that are definitely Jewish. It's not just a big hook nose. But uh, I anyway. see
1: I've been seeing physiognomy stuff from leftists recently, which is weird. Yeah, well, there's there's um, something that um, maybe is worth talking about a bit. Um, this is this is a uh, The Guardian. Uh, using pseudoscience the pseudoscience of physiognomy to try and um, find black African ancestry in London yes I was late- going to bring to this mess. up
0: this has got to be the dumbest like uh, uh, again yes I did I'm gonna bring the article up on the screen yes. so people Here, can I'll see it, it. I saw yes. it I saw it on uh, Telegram. so they're today. using
1: just so people know they're using skull measuring yeah they're uh, literally
0: measuring skulls. <laughs> And looking at, like, at like dental records or something, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Women, what... Black women lived in London in the 14th century. Okay, so, yeah, so this is the craziest thing because I was actually wondering, like, this when I read like this. That,
1: this is like that onion or whatever that is. It's like, you know, yeah. bubonic, bu- the black death kills millions. Black women hit the hardest. <laughs> you no, know, literally. It says black women. This is
0: insanity. Black women most likely to die in medieval plague. Museum of London says. Now when I saw that headline <laughs> I did a double take because I was like Jamie came and told me about it. I was like I was like sitting at my computer doing stuff and she comes and tells me about it and I'm like no you no get out of here. I was like you must have made a mistake. She's like no. Look at Hux's page. And I was like oh okay God. so I go and I look and there it was. And I was like okay black woman <laughs>
2: I feel stupid
0: even reading this. Black women of African descent were more likely to die of the medieval plague in London, (laughs) academics at the Museum of London have found. The study is the first archaeological exploration showing how racism influenced a person's risk of death during what was known as the Great Pestilence or Great Mortality. The research is based on 145 individuals from three cemeteries. The outbreak is believed to have claimed the lives of 35,000 Londoners. How many of them were black women? I mean, come on. <laughs> data on – this is crazy. Data on bone –
1: Totally – t- total suicides. Go, go read, it, yeah, read it.
0: Data on bone and dental changes. Of the 145 individuals from East Smithfield Emergency Plague Cemetery, St. Mary Grace's, and St. Mary Spital formed the basis of the study. This primary data was then examined by applying a forensic anthropological toolkit to estimate whether the bones were likely to have come from someone with African heritage. Now, first of all, doing this at all should have been laughed, like whatever grant, whatever research grant they got whatever money they took to do this whatever proposal they made to do this it should have been laughed out of the boardroom by when they were and they were asking for the funds to do this they should have been laughed like you want to basically like you want to prove that black people died in the black plague 600 years ago and they're like yes and it's just like <laughs> yeah it's crazy like the fact they even got money to do this they, they, this is even something they they got to like dig up bones and shit to do this they got to like disturb graves to do this um, and, and it's
1: qu- the equivalent of saying the ancient greeks were black because they had curly hair well it feels so.
0: like they it feels like they took a big l on that cheddar man thing and now they're like they're, they're like back for more they're like we're not we're not we're not taking no for an answer on this right
1: yeah and then i, I, I mean does anyone know like what is the origin of black africans In 14th century – They actually
0: pretend to tell you in this article, so we can continue. Uh, It says it found there were significantly – Now, here's my thing. You it's took, literally
1: Afrocentrism. It is That's Afrocentrism. You took a hundred. They're, 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 they're quoting like like Nation of Islam anthropology for this. I think like, even Nation of Islam wouldn't go this far. No, no, they
0: would be. They would be like, no, nah, England. that was full of white people. It's like it black, black Israelite. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's 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 actually like Jew, fucking race, fucking deconstruction theories. What's really going on? But it's like it found there were significantly higher proportions of people of color, and those of black African descent in plague burials compared to non plague burials. What? What? You took, you took 145... I'm surprised... See, here's my thing. I honestly doubt that any of 145 remains that you unearthed from two cemeteries in Britain, dating from the 13, mid-1300s, have any black people at all. No. I, 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 I highly doubt there are any black people at all amongst those 145, and I don't know what dumb shit you used to try and prove that they were black,
1: well, isn't there like genetic testing that you could do on these? I think remains? by the time
0: a bone is at, bones yeah. are that old, I think that any 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 viable DNA Why? would be well decomposed. But I don't know anything which is about. What they're taking, which is something they're taking advantage, advantage of. of, and they're probably. I want to know what their anthropological toolkits are. I want to know how they
1: decide. It's literally the 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 it's a skull, but it's, it's like
0: well, the problem is though. That you can actually – there are skull differences that are very apparent between like African – like sub-Saharan black Africans and European whites. And really it's mainly the prognathism. The blacks have one that sticks out and whites have one that goes straight, generally speaking, obviously.
1: uh, Blacks have longer skulls uh, in the back, supposedly.
0: I mean let's be honest. Their skulls look more like that of an egg. Well, (laughs) yeah. Right.
1: Hey, maybe maybe they just had, like, the Tudors had pet apes and they, you know. Well,
0: <laughs> no, look, well let's let's just press forward and see, see what be, else they let's say. Be, let's be serious. Let's, yeah. It says, the report says there is significantly higher proportion of people estimated uh, African af- affiliation in the plague burials compared to non-plague burials. 18.4% versus 8.3%. So they mean to tell me that, uh, th- so apparently what they've done here is they dug up people who died of the plague and people who just died. And, and I guess they have a way of knowing the difference because they, they – some people were buried in the normal cemetery and some were buried in yeah. emergency plague burial ground to get rid of the bodies, right? So they're saying in the emergency plague burial ground, we found 18.4% of the burials were, uh, were of African affiliation versus 8.3% African affiliation in the normal cemetery. I do not believe you no. a- at all. I don't believe these numbers. I don't believe you that in a normal cemetery or a plague cemetery, you have 18. I don't believe you have these levels of percentages. I'd be willing to believe there was a few blacks,
1: maybe Maybe slaves
0: or something like that, but maybe, Maybe. but, but not even that stretches it a bit. But this, this is insanity. This isn't, this is, this is literally blackwashing of history. It doesn't, it's, it's anybody that would believe that you would actually dig up 145 skeletons, from a plague cemetery from, what was it, 1340s? 1340s? Yeah. And, and, and you're going to get uh, blacks? <laughs> 20%?
1: <laughs> I mean, come on! They say, uh, the results reveal nine plague victims to be of African heritage, while 40 seem to have white European or Asian ancestry. Well, if you can't tell the difference between a European and an Asian skeleton – Well, how can you tell the difference between a European and an African one? Um, Right.
0: What do you mean white European? Well, it might just be that they're not giving you the numbers that they've determined for that. But like, I don't believe any of these people weren't just white Europeans. They're all
1: Europeans. They're all
0: Europeans. I would like to see Um, some pictures of the skulls that you deem to be African versus ones that you deem to be European.
1: Right. I mean, come on So I I actually – I have the actual paper here. You know, mm-hmm. But most of the methodology, in, indeed, relies on cranial measurements.
0: Um, so this whole, I want to keep reading this, though, because this is just amazing. This is, for the female-only sample, individuals of estimated African population affinity have a significantly higher estimated hazard of dying of plague compared to those with estimated white European affinity. There are no significant associations for any of the other comparisons. The likelihood of dying from the great pestilence was highest among those who already faced significant hardship, including exposure to famines that hit England during this time. So they mean to tell us this is. I actually want to keep reading this because it's truly outrageous. The narrative that's being Whoa. penned here. They mean to tell us that in the 1340s in England, when the white people that were poor were dirt shit poor, living in muck and mud and filth and dying of disease that they faced less hardship than blacks that there was some racism going on i mean it's it's absurdity and frankly their excuse for the blacks being there is that they were slaves of rich people they would have been better off than the poor white people yeah yeah the slaves of a rich person at that time would have been living in better conditions Than, than just the poor whites in the gutter,
1: and someone, someone that the nobles are stepping over, you know, yeah, a mine or or something, or
0: a brickmaker, or or just some poor beggar or something, you know, like uh, that was the main, that was the thing. A lot of the urban poor did in England that time, oh, especially
1: during the bubonic plague, like during the plague. I mean, everything it was like COVID, everything shut down, Um, and more
0: people were dying, uh, percentage wise, by a lot, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, but, like, the thing is, like, everyone was, like, you were in a bad place. Yes. If you were anywhere of any type in, in London during yeah, this time. And, and
0: I would imagine poor would, yeah, I would believe you that poor were hit harder, but, like...
1: Listen listen to this. Listen to this. This is yeah. from the paper itself, not, not reporting. It says here, it is worth noting that morphological changes have been observed in forensic data collected from individuals who have died within the past hundred years. Consequently, we suggest that some individuals are being falsely identified as having Asian ancestry because their faces are wider than individuals of other ancestry groups in the comparable data sets. Importantly, we observed a disconnect between a person's morphological affiliation and their statistical population affiliation. For example, Sounds Skeleton 11108 like <laughs> is an adult female who macroscopically has black African ancestry. Oh Eg, nasal guttering, but his group is <laughs> having. But but his but as group. But his, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't even grouped, know what that
0: means. But, but I got to look that as, up. Yeah,
1: but but listen, to this they they can't even tell the difference between a black and an Asian. It says, but is grouped as having Asian ancestry, and female skeleton sixty four twenty eight has macroscopically also corresponds to black African populations. But statistically matches white European populations. We believe this also to be for female skeleton five nine zero two, who is determined as having Black African Asian ancestry, but her mtDNA suggests dual white Black and Asian ancestry.
0: And that's the end of the first hour of Striking Mike. If you enjoyed the discussion. Please go to therightstuff.biz paywall, get an account, and you can see both the video of the show and listen to the remaining two and a half hours of the show, roughly. We usually do around a three-hour show, so hour one is free, and then the rest of it is paid. So if you like the discussion, if you enjoyed the show, please go get an account. Thank you very much.